0: Hey, all you beauties, and welcome to the Coffee and Concealer Podcast. I am Jen, the host and creator of this show. If you are a mama, an entrepreneur, or someone who wants to be the best they can be, all while holding that mama fort down and not forgetting yourself in the process, then this podcast is for you. You can find out more or connect with us over at coffeeandconcealerpodcast.com or on Instagram. So go pour a hot cup of coffee and let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to the Coffee and Concealer Podcast. Today, I am joined with my wonderful friend, friend, friend <laughs> Rebecca Hagerdor. My goodness, it's Monday. Um, uh, we have been friends for, I think, almost five years and met through like the most random of circumstances. She purchased a photo session with me um, on Facebook and she no. didn't know who she was going to meet. So welcome, Rebecca. Thank you. How are you guys doing today? I know you got two little ones at home, so if they interrupt, that is totally cool. Yeah, there might be a few little uh, doctor's checkups here. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Too um, much Doc McStuffins over here. I love it. I love it. Real-life Doc McStuffins. Yeah. Um, okay, so why don't you kind of tell everybody who you are and what you do? So I'm Rebecca. First and foremost, I am a mama to two little girls and a wifey, but I run a small shop called Everline & Co. And so that all kind of came out of some postpartum I was having and I built a community around it all. And now it just brings me so much joy. Amazing. And so, um, do you want to kind of tell us like how you started Everline & Co? So it's kind of not where I thought I would be. Mm -hmm. So I started designing nursing dresses because I was having a hard time finding a nursing dress that I liked. Mm -hmm. And working through that and wholesale and design, it was just costing me so much money and not bringing me any joy. So I was like, why am I doing this? If it's not bringing me joy when I'm just starting. Mm-hmm. And all through this whole time, this blue jay kept following me around, which is so random. Cause I've never seen a blue jay in my life. <laughs> and I saw it like probably every three weeks for probably 18 months. Oh, gosh. And so then I was like, okay, well, I need to like honor this blue jay. Cause obviously it's checking up on me. Like I'm not feeling my greatest after having my second and whatever. And so then the mama bird necklace was designed in honor of this bird that has been creeping on me. I love it. I had no idea that that's why that came up to be. Yeah. Amazing. And so does he still hang around? I see him once in a while. Mm. He checks up on me. He usually comes in a pair now, but the one bird is, like, not into me, and the other bird is, like, always looking in my windows. (laughs) So I'm like, hey, I don't know who you are, but thanks for checking in on me. (laughs) I love it. I love it. The new girlfriend isn't a fan of you, hey? Yeah, no, not so much. (laughs) Or maybe (laughs) that's the cover. Maybe they realize that, like, I'm onto them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So So they need a cover. We have a pair of Blue Jays, too, back here, and they are loud. (laughs) yeah. (laughs) <laughs> they sound off like every morning. Um, amazing. Okay. So I obviously have known you. I didn't know you with uh, your first daughter um, kind of right after she, you had her. Um, yeah. But obviously I've been friends with you since you had your second and stuff. So I saw you go through the journey. Um, yeah. Now, obviously you're a huge mental health and postpartum advocate. I know it's like become one of your biggest topics that you kind of discuss so openly on your platform. So um, do you want to kind of talk about how your journey started and how it's changed over the years? Yeah. So with my first, I was younger. I had her when I was 23 and none of my friends were having babies. And I was very, very alone through the whole journey. So I didn't really know what was going on, um, I just kind of put it aside as everything's just changed. I'll be fine. Um, Later to find out that it was in fact, postpartum depression. And then with my second, I was doing really good, really happy with everything. And I've always been an exclusive pumper. And as soon as I stopped pumping, that's when it just like dark clouds swamped over me. Um, Uh Like I've never felt so terrible in my life. Uh-huh. And because I had had stuff prior, I kind of like wondered what was going on. Um, but I just suffered through it. And I'm a very private person when it comes to my emotions and my feelings. Like I don't like to show pain um, uh-huh. to people and stuff like that. And so I just bottled it deep down, threw on my happy face and carried on. And then about eight months into it, I finally broke down and told my husband that I was having like these dark thoughts and intrusive thoughts and I needed help. Mm -hmm. Um, So from there, I was able to meet with my doctor and we were able to get me on an antidepressant that worked for me, something I never, ever dreamed of um, going that route. I've always been a supernatural kind of person, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but they literally changed my life for the better and like I don't know, all I can say is like you need to reach out mm-hmm. when you're feeling that low, don't hide. Like there are solutions out there. Yeah. Like don't to help you happy. in the journey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Did you go, you you never went on like an antidepressant after your first daughter? No, I didn't. I did. um, I worked with a naturopath and did some like herbology stuff and acupuncture and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So that actually really helped with my first, but it didn't help with my second at all. Okay. Do you feel like you feel way, way, way better this time around on the medication versus the natural route? Um, No, like, honestly, with the natural route, it worked for me. Yeah. Sorry. The natural route definitely worked for me when I needed it then. Yeah. I do feel like I, I don't know, even still, I haven't fully resolved what's in my brain. So I think the second time around with postpartum, I was still carrying... The weight of not resolving things Mm -hmm. from the first, so it hit me twice as hard. Totally, yeah, Yeah. absolutely. I think that's pretty common, and I think that with a second, you might recognize the symptoms more early, if that makes sense. Yeah, and so yeah, I think I think there is a stigma too with like being afraid to a talk about it, b meeting with a doctor because it almost like feels like you failed as a mother. You have to go on some kind of pill, which is not the case at all. Yeah. Um, okay. So obviously I know since I have known you, you have been a serial entrepreneur. I know that you've had multiple hats that you've worn all while being a mom. Yeah. So you want to explain, obviously we've got the blue Jay story, but do you want to explain what Everland and Co has done and done for your mental health? It's just given me a piece of me back. Like mm-hmm. I'm not just mom anymore. I'm this, when I go to markets, I'm the maker behind what I'm doing when I'm talking with the community I'm the person sharing my postpartum and people are reaching out and I just it's brought me so much community that I feel like I'm me again and not just mom yeah no I I get it 100% Yeah. yeah um I know that you had kind of gone back to work also like at a different job for like one day a week just to kind of have another piece of you do you miss that part of it Yes, you totally. do. So yeah. once, once the mall opens up, are you going back there? <laughs> yeah, I will be. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I just, it gets me out of the house. Um, like, yeah, you can schedule, okay, I'm going to have an hour a week of me time. But if you're at home, your kids are going to pester you. They're going to come bother you for a snack when dad's in the next room. Like, totally. Oh, yeah. Having that out of the house, just completely separate from anything in the house, just gives me that every Sunday. Mom is gone you're in full control dad totally no 100 percent. I know it's funny like I I usually shoot not right now but like usually shoot two days a week and even though I'm dealing with other people's children and babies it's still away from my own children yeah it's great. they're not asking you to change their bum or wipe their nose or whatever I know we're fighting all the fighting all the fighting is so bad (laughs) oh my gosh I swear that this COVID-19 thing has just like intensified it yeah ours yeah. just like brawl, like, like they're going to kill each other. Yeah. I put, I put referee on my resume now. Oh, for sure. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, amazing. So do you want to talk about the mama village necklace? Cause I think it's one of your best pieces that Everlane and Co does. Yeah. So our mama village is for mental health. Um, so when I was going through my second round of having a baby, I found this community on Facebook and it's Postpartum Support Calgary, and it's run by a wonderful woman, um, and she has set it up so that there are like-minded moms in a safe space uh, where they can meet and they can talk and that sort of thing, and I'm like a hardcore introverted hermit. Like, you cannot drag me to a mom group to save my life. Yeah, yeah. but this was all online. So if I was had a question about teething or, like, is my kid – abnormal like you could post in the group and you'd have like six other moms respond within five minutes because we were all just such a good community yeah and so I realized that like yeah okay I do need this community around me like that's definitely what I was missing with my first Yep. Yeah. And so to support her and her community and everything like that, $3 from every mama village necklace goes directly to them. So they've all gone mostly online now off of Facebook and onto their own website. So she's been subsidizing, um, memberships for lower income families. So all of the money we raise goes directly to helping her pay for those memberships for people. So amazing. I actually met her at um, an event with Real Biz Moms a couple months ago Yeah, um, and she is a big sweetheart. Absolutely. Yeah. She's a doll. Amazing. Um, Awesome. Is that one of your bestsellers, would you say? Yeah, that one. And then the mama birds for sure. Yeah. And then recently I've uh, listed a few mama necklaces because I was realizing that people weren't quite done having babies yet. Yeah. So they weren't wanting to commit to how many baby birds were on their bar? <laughs> Big life choice, so, I know. I had to make a, a neutral, a neutral piece, which I is, love it is Really taken oh, off. I love it. I know yeah. I have one of your well, I have a couple of your necklaces, but the one that I wear, and I think it was like a discontinued one, but I think I saw it on your story yesterday. The one oh, that was like the chain, the yeah. double yeah. Oh, I, I bought it back. all the time when I wear it. They're like, Where I brought did it you get know that from? Yeah. Uh, So many people were like, are you going to bring it back? Can you bring it back? Do you have one like you're not selling that you could sell to me? So I just brought the back. I feel like a criminal. You're like, no, no, it's not on the website. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, here we go. It's there. I love it. I love it. No, your stuff is beautiful. So anybody that's listening, you absolutely check it out. Um, okay. So you have grown your Instagram following in a very like beautiful and real way. Um, what would you say that when you first started the best piece of advice that someone would have given you to kind of help you find your brand? Just to be completely honest is just be yourself. Mm -hmm. Like Instagram is all these perfectly curated little squares, which is beautiful, but like you also need to show the nitty gritty. Totally. No, that's what stories I think are for, for sure. You yeah. can have your beautiful curated feed if you want to, but yeah. I think this to have like stories, people just want to have like a, a behind the scenes look into your life. Totally. And I think that you totally get how you can get to know people. Like when I talked to my last guest, I was like, I feel like I know your husband. I feel like I know <laughs> like all these things and it's totally it's great. People love it. Like people will stop my husband in the street and be like, how's cash, which is my son. That's, I've heard somebody stopped my husband last summer and was like, you're Rebecca's husband, right? And he was like, um, right. now, is he an introvert or is he an extrovert? He, he's an introverted extrovert. Uh, uh, So uh. he, so am I to an extent, but he can put on that, like, go out, chat with people, whatever, Uh but he would prefer to be at home. Yeah, totally. No, I agree. I mean, I've seen you in all of your elements I feel like and I feel like mm-hmm. you know when you were hosting markets and stuff it was like Rebecca was go time like she did she, there was no introvert in that Rebecca Yeah, I just like advert. shut it off full extrovert I love it work I can do it with work like personal stuff and like home stuff like you put me in a coffee shop with three other moms and like I don't say anything yeah but you put me in this like room full of vendors hosting a market and like from open to close I am on Your boss lady. You yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. No. And I think that, I mean, I don't know if besides having your kids home 24 seven, I feel like this whole shutdown really didn't affect me a whole lot. Like I love being yeah. at home all the time. <laughs> That's so they like listed out that like things are starting to open again. And I looked at Sean, my husband, and I was like, I am not ready for this. Like, I love not having the guilt of like, not having coffee dates with friends and like totally like there's none of those like, Oh, like let's make plans. Like, no, we can't make plans, but now we have to like start making plans again. And I don't want to. (laughs) I know. Right. I hear you. So happy just being home on my zoom calls. Right. I love it. I love it. Um, Okay. So to kind of segue into that then, um, with kind of balancing that you're, you're kind of both, you're a stay at home mom, but you're also a working mom, which I'm yeah. in the exact same boat. So how would you say that you kind of balance it all, especially with homeschooling a kindergartner? Yeah. Um, I would say there's no balance. Mm. We're like a seesaw. So like, if I'm putting my focus in on my business, my house is a disaster. My kids have watched 12 hours of TV and eaten wagon wheels and craft dinner for lunch. And then when I focus on them and my house is clean and spotless, I have emails and orders to pack. And it's never, it's just always a running wheel, I guess. Like there's, Totally not really this balance. Um, But finding our routine has really helped us like not so much like a strict schedule, but we know we get up, we have breakfast, we do kindergarten, mom checks her emails, and the girls can have a little bit of TV and then nap time and all of that, like, we've kind of figured out how to roll it all into one day. Totally. Yeah. I hear you. It's like me with like editing and stuff like that. Like I've just kind of, especially with our little one, cause he is a terror. It's yeah. like, there's no way I can come into the computer room, open the computer and start editing. Like I could yeah. have done with my first one. Cause he's well, just, that seals. Everly too. Like I cannot do anything while she's awake. 100%. But I have to say she is getting a little bit older and she's found out that she really likes Barbies. Mm. And uh, my husband made this like Barbie cave basically. <laughs> so, and it's right off my office. So I'll just like turn on the light and she'll go in there and she'll play her Barbies. I love it. I can pack orders and stuff, which is nice. But the second I sit down at a computer, forget it. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. No, yeah. knock on wood, but she's done really well so far. <laughs> yeah. She's only come in here once. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, okay. So obviously, like I said, big mental health advocate, um, there's probably a lot of new moms that are going to listen to this or even like more experienced moms that are maybe yeah. like in the first year or two, um, there's like postpartum doesn't decide when it's going to, like, well, it does yeah. decide, it does decide. It doesn't matter that you don't just have a baby and it just comes up. It can come up whenever. Um, so what well, that's you, I've heard too, that, sorry, it can yeah. happen like anywhere from giving birth to the first five years, 100%, which yeah. blows my mind away. Totally. Um, No. So what would you say if someone's kind of in a dark place, kind of like you said that you found yourself in um, and maybe you're scared and don't know what to do, what would you say is the first piece of advice besides talk to your doctor? Just give yourself grace. Uh Like if you don't want to get out of bed, get out of bed and brush your teeth. If that's all you accomplish all day, pat yourself on the back. Like it is so hard to see all those people on Instagram, just living the perfect life. Um, And just remember that that's just all curated squares. Like they're still struggling behind the screens too. If they're not struggling, they have help. They have nannies, they have housekeepers. Don't compare yourself to somebody on a screen. Uh Like my biggest thing, pulling myself out was stand by your nap time. Like don't schedule anything during your kid's nap time so you have five minutes to catch your breath during the day. Uh Give yourself that grace. Like if you don't scrub the toilets for four weeks, whatever, like nobody's going to die. Yeah. Just like giving yourself that time and then start doing stuff for yourself because if your cup is empty, you have nothing to give and everyone suffers. So if you fill your cup and it starts overflowing, then it's going to overflow into everyone's cup and you're going to be better off for it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Would you be comfortable kind of sharing maybe – a couple signs that maybe people should look out for. Yeah, absolutely. So for, I know everyone's a little bit different, um, but for me personally, I was just so tired and intrusive thoughts would come in. So I'd be driving and I would panic that I would drive off the road and kill everybody. Like that's a huge one that like, you can't control that thought. Yeah. And then just feeling just like, Yeah, I guess the lack of energy and the drive to get out of bed. You just want to stay in bed all day. What? I'm (laughs) not. Okay, go play Barbies. (laughs) sorry. Go ask Adeline. Go ask Ada. Sorry. No, you're (laughs) good. She wants to go play Barbies. (laughs) Oh, she knew it. Find find your kid's hobby. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) Yeah, I guess just watch for. Just a lack of desire in your life, uh-huh, uh-huh. like a heaviness. Yeah, like I had it two, I guess, two different ways. With my first, it was more rage than depression. Uh-huh. So I was very angry with her. Yeah. Um, little things would trigger me, and like I would just like not even recognize myself. Yeah. And then my second was more like the depression, the anxiety. I would have panic attacks and that sort of thing, and. You know you, and you know if you're not feeling right. If something feels off, something's probably off. Mm -hmm. No, exactly. As a mother, you have a gut feeling that's always, always usually correct. And it's so easy just to, like, stuff it down and be like, no, nothing. It's fine. It's just baby blues or whatever. But if it keeps going and, like, it's affecting your daily life, like, reach out to somebody you trust, reach out to a friend to, I don't care. Message me. I'll talk you through it. Like just reach out to somebody that you can trust your feelings with. That won't judge you for them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah. Um, Okay. So obviously you said you are on medication and has it changed since you started? Like, is it the same dosage? Is it kind of you're going to take it for a long time or is it something that you'll come off of? So we started out just as like, we're going to do this for a year. We're going to give it a full year and then coming off of it, like you need to make sure there's no big triggers and like, don't come off of it in the winter time when you have winter blues and stuff like that. So we decided to give it a full year. Um, I've now been on three different ones. Uh The first one, like, It was horrible it gave me like shakes and sweats and like I was like I can't I can't do this yeah (laughs) and then the second one worked really good for me I was on it for six months um and then I just felt like it was giving me panic attacks Mm. so I actually you shouldn't do this like always consulting your doctor (laughs) but I weaned myself off of my antidepressant yeah and I instantly had no more panic attacks, but I still like went right back into that heavy, dark, uh-huh. I hope I die in my sleep, like darkness. Yeah. So I went back to my doctor and I was like, I weaned myself off. I now know that I am not ready to come off of this, yeah. but this antidepressant I'm on is giving me panic attacks. So we need to look for something else. Totally. And so that was about six months ago now. And I've been on a new one and it's a low dose well, I guess it's the highest dose that it can be, but it's lower than other medications out there. Mm -hmm. And then I actually went back to her in, I want to say January. And I was like, you know what? Like I'm feeling good, but there's just, I need something more. Like I always say that I wish that there was an anxiety puffer. Mm -hmm. Someone needs to invent a puffer. When I'm having a panic attack, that's like an instant solution to my panic. Yeah, totally. (laughs) So she prescribed me a second antidepressant to back onto my first. Yeah. And I still haven't taken it because I started exercising, Mm -hmm. which is something I'm like not an exerciser. Yeah. I'm the person who's like Pilates, more like pie and lattes. Yeah, totally. Count me, count me out of exercise. Yeah, but I took on a thirty-day challenge, like head on, and it gave me that extra bit of life instead of dosing myself more. Totally. And you look amazing. <laughs> and I think that it probably just gives you like a mental like buffer to know that that's there if you need it. Yeah. And I like, I like knowing that I have that second prescription. Like I filled it. It's in my pantry. Yeah. Just in case. Like it's there if I need it. And I know that I have that there Mm -hmm. But being able to do it the more natural way, which is something I've always kind of, I've always watched my diet and my exercise and like what I'm putting into my body. Yeah. And so being able to like, just be content with the one antidepressant and like feeling good, but also supplementing it with exercise and watching what I'm eating. Like I've been dairy free now for a few months. And like, that has also changed my life, which is insane. Totally. So yeah, 100%. Um, I know you've had a lot of like food allergies that you've had to deal with as well. Yeah. Those are, uh, those are there. No. And so do you feel like you've kind of got that under wraps now? No. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I wish, I wish so bad. Like, I don't know. I've been gluten free now for almost nine years, nine years, actually. Yeah. It was nine years in April. Yeah. But I was born protein intolerant. So like I can't handle high fats, mm. which is in a lot of dairy. And I don't know, it's just, I'll eat something that I've eaten every day for the last six years yep. and then I'll just yeah. instantly start breaking out in hives <laughs> like amazing amazing it's just it's exactly like my so husband <laughs> freaking annoying I'm uh, like okay what is it today right and also like it can go the opposite way for allergies right like my husband will be like oh you know maybe I'm not allergic to this anymore and I'm like uh so you're just gonna try and he's like yeah like what's the worst that can happen <laughs> I'm like waiting standing well, there I'm like deep. are you gonna hit the floor me and gluten, like, we have this, like, love-hate relationship. Like, it makes me so sick. Yeah. But, like, I've started checking things out. Like, I can eat a donut and, like, not feel so bad. And when I was pregnant, like, Wendy's spicy chicken burgers, mm-hmm. I ate those things like nobody's business. And that's, like, bread on bread on breaded chicken. <laughs> <There's so laughs> like, no gluten-free spicy chicken burger, hey? Yeah. Yeah. And so I don't know, my husband thinks it's all in my head, but then he'll like, watch me eat something gluten-free that I've been eating for ever. And all of a sudden I look nine months pregnant and I have acne and hives all over my arms. Like, (laughs) Uh, does he have any allergies? None. None. Of course. Yeah. None. Me and my husband. (laughs) Yeah. He literally, he, I sent our hair for like DNA testing Yeah. to like come back with our stuff and his was like chicken and vodka were his big things oh. and he's like I eat chicken every day like I'm not allergic to it and I was like okay like <laughs> but when we first met like I think my gluten-free diet has really positively affect his internal <laughs> I think so too. I mean how does it not you're cooking meals for the whole family he's just gonna eat yeah <laughs> yeah well that's just it I'm not gonna like be like here's your gluten meal and here's my gluten-free meal like my kids eat gluten-free Totally, no, exactly, and they don't know the difference. Um, they do, but oh, like do? the opposite. So, like, oh. I made them pierogies that weren't gluten free. Yeah, and they wouldn't touch them. They were like, "We want the regular ones." Oh. And I was like, but but the regular ones are gluten free and they're really expensive. <laughs> <laughs> I like to eat the good pierogies just just eat the superstore bulk bag oh my gosh okay now you want me wanting a spicy chicken burger and pierogies so great job because I'm not on a 30-day program (laughs) (laughs) my my extent I swear the exercise is like good because then I like eat and I feel like I've like balanced my day totally okay so I'm gonna have to work out tonight after I have both those things so funny oh my goodness honestly thank you for this chat it was so refreshing and nice to talk to somebody a that I know and know very well um, and just talk openly about the things that you talk openly about on your platform so where can they find you if they want to find you I am mostly Instagram based so Mm -hmm. you can find me at Everline and Co and then I do have a website that has all of my gems and jewels if you want to call them that totally um, and so that's everline co so no and everlineco.com okay got it and then you can find me on facebook but like basically i just pass everything from instagram onto facebook <laughs> (laughs) So Facebook is where it's at. I, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Amazing. So I will make sure I tag you when I make this post, but thank you so much for coming on and chatting. And I hope that we can get together physically for a date, even though we're both introverts very soon. (laughs) We're, We're friend introverts. So we get it. So it'll be perfect. We totally do. We can just hermit together. Yes, exactly. I love it. Awesome. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Rebecca. Thank you for having me. Okay. Bye. Bye. Hey mamas, before you go, if you love this show and found it benefited you in an amazing way, take a screenshot of this podcast and post it in your Instagram stories, tag us in it and we'll share it. And also, if you haven't gone to iTunes yet, taken 30 seconds to leave us a review and told us how much you love us, go do that. It pushes us and lights us up like you can't even imagine. You guys are why we decided to do this show. So thanks for listening and we can't wait to chat with you next time.